Biblical justice is a difficult topic. Our definition of the term is clouded uh, by political agendas and some pretty terrible theology. Uh, In the biblical worldview, followers of Christ understand that justice isn't just a good idea, it's required. So we better understand what it means. Uh, It starts with a Hebrew word that means both righteousness and charity. I'll prove it to you in less than 10 minutes. Welcome, Bible nerds. I'm David Jesse. I believe that understanding the Bible in its historic, geographic, religious, and cultural context helps us see Jesus more clearly, love him more dearly, and follow him more nearly day by day. It's time for a really important Hebrew lesson. Welcome to Bible Nerds Daily. Uh, This week we are looking at five very important Hebrew words and how they point us toward becoming better followers of Jesus. Yesterday we looked at Shema, which means hear and obey. Today's word is about biblical justice. That phrase might stir up a lot of uncomfortable feelings in you. It should. Biblical Hebrew is considered a poor language. Now, this doesn't mean it's a bad language, uh, just that it has fewer words than other ancient languages. And this actually helps it become a really beautiful language with lots of nuances. Um, A word like kanat can mean both corner and wings. And the biblical writers play off these two definitions to paint lots of amazing pictures in the Psalms and in the prophets. The New Testament writers then carry those through to Jesus. Another word like this is zedekah. It's translated into English as both righteousness and charity. If you do a quick Google search for the word charity in the Old Testament, you won't find a single direct reference. Um, There isn't a word for it in the Hebrew language, but the idea of charity is all over the Hebrew scriptures. Consider Psalm 112 verses 5 through 9. It goes well for the one who generously lends money and conducts his business honestly, for he will never be shaken. Others will always remember one who is just. He does not fear bad news. He is confident. He trusts in the Lord. His resolve is firm. He will not succumb to fear before he looks in triumph on his enemies. He generously gives to the needy. His integrity endures and he will be vindicated and honored. And then consider Isaiah 58 verses 6 through 8. No, this kind of is this is the kind of fast that I want. I want you to remove the sinful chains, to tear away the ropes of the burdensome yoke, to set free the oppressed and to break every burdensome yoke. I want you to share your food with the hungry and to provide shelter for homeless, oppressed people. When you see someone naked, clothe them. Don't turn your back on your own flesh and blood. Then your light will shine like the sunrise. Your restoration will quickly arrive. Your godly behavior will go before you and the Lord's splendor will be your rear guard. In almost every context it's found, Zedekah means righteousness. It could also be translated as justice or simply doing what is right. Uh, And this is exactly why this um, has become the Hebrew word for charity. If you see someone in need, 
The just and righteous thing is to meet that need. Uh, the Jewish people have taken this idea very seriously. Jewish communities have always been extraordinarily charitable. Uh, Jews have historically been less likely than others to be in need of food and clothing. Um, there's a really interesting example uh, from history. Uh, during the 17th century, seven charitable societies existed in Rome alone, uh, providing clothing, shoes, linens, and beds just for those few thousand Jews that lived in the city. In that same city, during the same time, there were two other societies that provided brides um, with trousseaus. And another assisted families dealing with sudden deaths. Another was responsible for visiting the sick. Another 11 groups raised money for Jewish educational or religious institutions. And then one special society collected charity for Jews in the land of Israel. The Talmud, a collection of Jewish commentaries on the Hebrew Bible, says... Charity is as important as all of the other commandments together. Charity isn't just another word for righteousness. Charity is righteousness. And refusing to be charitable is being unrighteous and unjust. However, biblical justice isn't a handout. Charity laws in Jewish communities are designed to reduce the number of Jews needing public funds. First, they obligate Jews to accept charity only as a last resort. Again, the Talmud teaches, uh, better to earn money by skinning an animal's carcass, which is really a, a very gross, low position, than by taking charity. Uh, second, the highest form of charity was to start a poor person in a business or give them a profession so that they would never need charity again. And then finally, most Jewish communities have had what's called a gemelit hased, um, or what that means is providing kindness uh, society, which provides interest-free loans to the needy so that they never even have to have charity in the first place. James, uh, the leader of the church in Jerusalem and brother of Jesus, gave a really powerful explanation of justice to the first century Christians. I can hear the argument he is combating uh, in my head. Uh, we're not saved by any acts of righteousness. We're saved by faith. So does it really matter if I'm charitable? To this, James says, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but doesn't have works? Can this kind of faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm, eat well, but you don't give them what their body needs, what good is it? So also faith, if it doesn't have works, is dead being by itself. But someone will say, you have faith, I have works. You show me your faith without works, I'll show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one, well and good. Even the demons believe that and tremble with fear. The prophet Micah answered the question about how followers of the one true God are to live out their days on this earth. In Micah 6, 8, he says, He has told you, O man, what is good and what the Lord really wants from you. He wants you to carry out justice, to love faithfulness, and to live obediently before your God. The war cry of ancient Israel was give thanks to Yahweh for he is good. His love endures forever. 
The Hebrew word for love is so amazing. Understanding it will change your life. That's tomorrow. Please subscribe to the Bible Nerds Show wherever you listen to your awesome podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, whatever. Uh, There's this series, Bible Nerds Daily, 10 minutes Monday through Friday, and then Bible Nerds Weekly as we're going through the Gospel of Matthew in its historic, geographic, religious, and cultural context. That one comes out on Sunday mornings. And uh, you really wouldn't want to miss any, so just subscribe. It really makes a difference. The Bible is a supernatural book about a supernatural God who works in a supernatural way. So if you want some help reading it that way, pick up Dr. Michael S. Heiser's book, Supernatural, What the Bible Teaches About the Unseen World and Why It Matters. Uh, There's a link for it in the show notes. You can find it on the website, thebiblenerds.com, as a featured resource. I'm pretty sure if you read it, it will change the way you read the Bible. Um, it's a really good time to put into practice what we talked about on this episode today. Um, charity and righteousness are tied together. And if you know of a need and you have the ability to meet that need, it is God's calling. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to pray about it. You can just do something about it. He'll be okay. I promise. Uh, check out the ministry of one child. There are 400 million children living today in extreme poverty and your Starbucks money or, you know, a meal for two people at any Chili's uh, could change a child's life this month. $39 a month uh, can do that. Um, think about it. Consider it. Check out the website. Um, go to thebiblenerds.com or look at the link in the show notes to learn more about One Child and how you really can be a part of this. If you want to stay up to date on everything going on with the Bible Nerds, uh, check out thebiblenerds.com and then follow us on Twitter and like our Facebook page. God's love is a war cry. It terrified Israel's enemies as they entered into the battlefield. We really need to understand this war cry today. But for now, go read your Bible.